everybody. I'm Melissa Bonzek, and welcome to episode 44 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with the indie authors that you should be reading. It is Thursday, October 10th, 2019, and I'm dying to know what you're reading. So drop down to the show notes and click on the link and let me know. You can also go to melissabonzek.com. That's spelled M-E-L-I-S-S-A. B is in boy, A N C is in car, Z is in zebra, A K dot com, just slash uh, books underscore cubed. It's all just like it sounds. Anyway, or you can also find me on Instagram under books uh, underscore cubed. So, uh, what am I reading? Let's see. I'm going to look at my notes because I can never remember the names of things and I want to get them right. Uh, I am reading The Unknown Devil by Tom Fowler, which is book two in the C.T. Ferguson uh, Mysteries. So let me read uh, the description that is on Amazon. A gray hat hacker, a dark-hearted crime boss, Baltimore isn't big enough for both of them. C.T. Ferguson uses his illicit digital skills as a private investigator. When a teenage boy wants to find his missing brother, C.T. takes the case. He soon discovers the missing brother is a fellow keyboard wizard, which piques his interest. Then shadowy figures turn up whenever, wherever CT goes. He gets an offer he's not supposed to refuse from a budding gangster. He declines it anyway, of course. But how is it all connected to the missing programmer? When the investigation takes a turn for the worst, CT must contend with the police trying to arrest him and a cadre of enforcers trying to kill him. Can he follow the clues online and in the real world in time to reunite a family? We'll see. I've just started it. So uh, hopefully. <laughs> oh, he's root for the good guy. So let's see. What else am I reading? Um, I don't know if I mentioned uh, this cozy uh, a couple of weeks ago. I kind of think I did, but I'm not sure I did. It's called Bed, Breakfast, and Bones by Carolyn Dean. It was really, really fun. I'm going to look for it here so I can read you the description. Uh, and she has a bunch of books in the series, so I'm really excited to dive into this little town that she has created. Let's see. The description is Amanda Graham inherited a rundown bed and breakfast, a starving cat, and some dead guy who's buried in her garden. What should have been a simple remodeling project and a new business in a small Oregon beach town winds up with her uncle named as the number one murder suspect, a slew of odd neighbors and problematic townspeople, and Amanda wanting to just sit down and eat her weight in chocolate pie. Sure, she could pack her bags and travel back to L.A., or should she dig in, heal from her failed romance, and find a whole new set of friends and adventures in Ravenwood Cove? And how could a quiet little coastal village have so many secrets? All the ingredients for a very fun cozy and a very fun cozy series. So uh, I am looking forward to diving further into that one. And let's see, the other book that I'm reading this week is called Absolute Recall by Laurie Flynn, who is on the show this week. So hang on, let me read the description of Absolute Recall. The young and newly widowed Reagan Martin is a quick-witted nurse, blessed or cursed, with an eidetic memory. She has inadvertently browsed through her now-dead husband's ledger that depicts his calculated shelter of the mob's bounty, systematically scattered throughout four states and a dozen locations. Its deadly contents have been forever implanted in her mind. She now finds herself in mortal danger as the same ruthless people who murdered her husband want her silenced. 
when the program designed to protect her is compromised. She's forced on the run, hunted by ruthless killers. Alone on a perilous journey, she assumes fraudulent identities to survive. The mob wants their money. She wants to live. Her lone ally, the brooding and protective special agent Hudson Garvey, is powerless to deny the sizzling connection between them. He dedicates his time and resources to find her, track the evil trailing her, and save her life before it's too late. And Lori's on the show this week, so let's get right to it. Okay, so I want to welcome Lori Flynn today, and she writes suspense, thriller, and romantic suspense. And her uh, her latest novel is I'll Love You to Pieces, right? Is that the latest right. one? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And uh, well, I, we're going to get you to read some. So, But first, give everybody the elevator pitch. What is this book about? Uh, well, it's like Mommy Dearest Meets Sybil. It's the elevator pitch to it. It's oh about, <laughs> it's about um, a girl named Olivia who uh, set in South Florida, which I write what I know. And um, she's born into privilege and her father adores her. He loves her to pieces, but her mother, not so much. Um, her mother just wants the privilege part, doesn't want anything to do with Olivia and abuses her terribly and um, shatters her uh, psyche and um, doesn't turn out very well. All, all Olivia really wants is a normal life and with help of her grandmother, she, she does survive her childhood, but nothing about her is really normal at all, which you learned. Um, she starts losing time. She has in her notebooks in school, there's handwriting that she doesn't recognize. She develops a problem with shoplifting that she doesn't understand. Her toenail polish changes colors without her knowing it, um, where it's coming from. And um, so many things that she, she can't explain. She loses, you know, just still, she gets a college degree. She yeah. gets a boyfriend, she gets a job, she gets everything, but it's all a facade. Yeah, so, so there's something going on that we need to find out on, what's that, going on. Yes. So why don't you read a little bit to uh, get everybody uh, okay. into it. Okay, so this is chapter 34, and it's in Olivia's point of view. And to set it up, um, her she's the main character. She's been out of work because she got an injury at work, which I won't go into, but she's just um, returning to work this day. And this is the day she's picked to go back. And she's just woken up, and she's surrounded by her three dogs, Lily Webster and Buckley. And she, she works at a um, animal uh, where they help animals. Um, she relates to, to sick animals. And um, she, her boyfriend, Ben, is really concerned about her, about the lost time that Olivia can't explain. So she sort of just makes up excuses. So that's what's going on here. Okay. Thunder raged, raged in the morning sky, sparking a booming howl from Lily at a pitch only a beagle could deliver. It jarred Olivia from her deep sleep. Stop that, Webster, she mumbled to the black and white Sheltie, giving his feathered coat a nudge. He hovered over her pillow, excitedly sniffing her hair. Buckley's kind eyes met hers as his long yellow body paced a path to her bed. At least everyone's accounted for. Working from home for the last six weeks had pleased Ben. She couldn't continue forever. She had designated this day as her official return. Her head pounded. 
Why today? Not again. Olivia checked the time, certain she'd be late. Her stomach rolled. Sliding from to the edge of the bed, she dashed to the bathroom before retching what reeked of tequila, then slumped to the cool tile floor. How can I vomit alcohol? All I drank last night was tea. She sat and waited, breathing in through her nose and out through her mouth till the nausea subsided and then room sp stopped spinning. Answers didn't come, only tears. She wanted desperately to rinse her mouth and wash that damn floral scent from her hair. It helped her accomplish the steep climb to the shower. Her body ached in places it had no reason to. She flinched under the pulsing shower head and then dressed fireman fast. Olivia hurried from the house, picturing Maria and Christian waiting at breakfast, she pursed her lips. She could do without their well-meaning questions and advice. With sheer will and determination, she drove to work. Any hopes of boosting her resolve well, before taking the long hike to the building shattered as a sharp knock vibrated inches from her ear. The thunderous sky seemed the perfect backdrop to Ben's clouded look of concern centered in her window. Olivia lowered the glass and feigned a smile. If you're not careful, your face will stay that way. What way? Scrunched and worried. What's wrong, Ben? What are you doing here? Ben swallowed hard while kicking a small stone away from his foot. He crouched down beside her window and held her eyes. His intensity shortened her already shortened breath. She thought po it possible that she'd be sick before finding out what he had to say. I called you last night several times. You didn't return any of them. I was probably asleep and didn't hear the phone. Olivia dug her, her phone, her cell phone from her cavernous van bag and scrolled through the long list of missed calls. I'm sorry, I worried you. That was my first thought, but you're such a light sleeper. I couldn't get it out of my head. I called Maria to ha have her check on you. You weren't home. Shock crossed Olivia's face. The night before was as much a mystery to her as it was to him. She'd deal with Maria's meddling another time. What mattered more to her was literally staring her in the face and he had her backed into a corner. Let me make sure I understand, she said. You're here this morning because you think I went out last night without you? I realize I just had a problem with amnesia, but did I miss the wedding? Raising her eyes, she peered directly into his. You're out of line, Ben. I'm out of line? Excuse me for worrying about you. His nostrils flared inches from her eyes. She could count his pulse from the vein twitching in his neck. Every beat made her head hurt even more. Since the injury, I'm lucky I have the energy to get, get me through lunch, much less an evening out. You know that. When you sent Maria to check on me, I was probably out walking on the beach. I stayed up there until the thunderstorms chased me back. After that, I took my migraine meds and went to bed. Maybe I should have checked in with the warden first. He stood and opened her door. Can you get out? I've lost feeling in my feet. I'm not sure I can. Go to work, Ben. He waited as he held his ground and the door. Shit. Inhaling, she stepped from the car. His stomach, her stomach flipped as her head threatened to crack like a coconut. When he pulled her into her arms, she swallowed back vomit. I'd like to ask you if I've behaved like an ass, Ben said, but a good lawyer knows not to ask a question he already knows the answer to. I've got a quarter all day. I'll call you later. 
I'll be sure to answer it so you won't be tempted to call the National Guard. He grinned. Should you be here today? I'm fine, just tired. Take it slow. Shuffling his feet, he returned to his car. Olivia watched him drive away. Relieved, she'd avoided the conflict, but saddened with the lies she'd so casually spun. She leaned against the car to stay vertical. It eased her conscience some that she'd reassured him. The truth felt like a rock lodged in her heart. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. That's a good, that's a good um, sample and gives everybody an idea of what uh, is happening in the book. And it is suspense, yes. right? Um, it's, it's not it's more suspense than than romance yes well they have a yeah they love each other and um he wants to trust her but of course he's an attorney and he doesn't trust anyone and um, <laughs> and yes it goes on that she she gets in trouble but she doesn't understand why she's in trouble because she doesn't she doesn't remember she ends up with a tattoo behind her ear that she doesn't understand how it got there and um, she ends up with an IUD that she doesn't understand how that got there and um, yeah yeah um, ah so she's got to uh, set out an investigation and figure out what is going on with her life doesn't know before she can you know decide to um, I have to really do something about this she she's something happens to stop her from being able to do that. So, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. And where is the book available? Anywhere. Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble, um, anywhere, anywhere you'd like to purchase it, you can purchase it. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, do you have one of those, um, universal links that takes you to everywhere? Uh, if I do, I don't know how to get there. So no, just well, we'll, figure out, we'll figure out how to do a universal yeah. link for you. So it'll yes. make it easy for Thank you. Yes. I'm so not technical. Yes. Yes. My, my uh, son usually does all this for me and he gets some, hey, mom, I've taught you how to do all of this. <laughs> how have you lived this long without doing things? <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. I've got one of those too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, ours does everything that's electronic or anything like that. So in fact, we'll have things and they'll say, no, 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 you go sit over there and I'll take care of all this because yes. you won't do it right. Yeah, that's what he does too. And then my memory is so um, horribly bad. Like my, my first book that I wrote um, is Absolute Recall. It's, it's another one that um, she has an eidetic memory because um, I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to remember everything that you've ever seen looked at, which is, is an eidetic memory. Um, so I, I gave her that like, and I, because I wanted one, and I yeah, thought, yeah. I'm going to write about that, because I want one of those, and, um, but of course, with her, it's not a good thing, because, you know, she, she witnesses something that's going to get her murdered, and, um, uh. yeah. and, um, but, and I, I just was so jealous of this, this, my character the whole time, because, oh, yeah, like, yeah, horrible. And, well, yeah, you know, I feel like I might want to, too, and, but then, I think I read something that people with that kind of memory, they have like everyday little things that they can't remember how to do. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. brain is so full of everything of that awesome. like making coffee, they don't know how to do it. Yeah, right. Like the, the simple things, but like yeah. she can remember, they can remember things like the first day they've met you, what you were wearing, the date, the time. Um, oh my gosh. You know, 
I, if you ask me right now where my car keys were, I, I can't tell you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my uncle had, um, where you could ask him on September 7th, 19, you know, 65, what was the weather like? And he'll tell you, he would be able to tell you, he knew <gasps> that was the one thing that he could do. <laughs> right. Right. But I'm never mad at anyone because I can't remember, you know, like I'll walk through the mall with my daughter and I'll just say, Oh, there's Sherry. And I'll, I'll say, uh, Oh, and she'll say, I'll say, Oh, I think you're mad at her. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> well, that's good. Then. No, you know, if you forget the little things, those little things right. that, cause a lot of times, you know, we have something we get mad about and it really is nothing. And, yes. and, it, and, and then I don't remember it. Yeah, then you need somebody who's going to come forward and break the ice and and uh, bury the hatchet. And so, if you were always the person that did that, that would be probably a good thing. I'm never mad. I'm never mad. Somebody will say, "Call me." Do you want to talk about it? Okay, explain it, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Should, am I the one that's supposed to apologize? Okay, but we can start there. He's like, oh, I'm good at apologizing. Okay. So that one is called Absolute Recall, which yeah. is a great title. Yes. And that's got a little, it's got suspense, but did you, uh, I thought it had maybe a little more romance in it. Yes, it, because um, they tried to, what happened, <laughs> we just jumped to this one because um, they, uh, what happens here, she's, uh, she's a nurse, she's married to an accountant that has um, zero personality, he's black and white, he has no personality, and um, he decides to take on uh, a person that works for the mob and he thinks it's going to be okay Whoops. and he <laughs> hides um, their uh, money in uh, all these like storage places through three or four states yeah and that's okay he just thinks that's okay and he puts it in a ledger of the codes for the storage spaces and where they are. And then she casually picks up the ledger and reads it. And of course it's in her head forever. Yeah. And, uh, he sees her pick up the ledger and um, says, you can't read that. And she says, well, if you think it's no big deal, why can't I, why? And he says, yeah. I didn't read it. And so she lies to him and says, I, I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't read it. And uh, so he hides the ledger somewhere out of the house. And, but the mob thinks that uh, the FBI is going to run a sting on them. And they come and kill the husband, burn down the house. And they don't know she's in the house too. She lives. And she has all the information in her head. But she has to, the, the police say, we have to put you in um, witness protection. Yeah. But at the last minute, um, and there's one guy, one FBI guy that is, that r really likes her, is trying to help her, is trying to make her live, named Hudson. And, um, uh, but at the last minute, she sees that this, it's compromised because the one guy that was in her house killing her husband is driving the, the car, driving her to witness Oops. protection. Yeah. Oh, dear. So, <laughs> so she has to escape. She saves, her, she saves her grandmother. She puts her in a house that nobody knows she owns yeah. and her daughter. And her dog, she puts in there, yeah. um, Bentley the dog, and um, she takes off, and she has, and she assumes all these uh, other uh, um, alias um, names and things. Gets weirdo jobs that nobody will know that you know, and she she assumes new um, social security numbers and all these things. Yeah. Hope that uh, it'll they'll get this family, and that she can come back and help her. Yeah. You know, grandmother she gets a new name for her grandmother but she can't have anything to do with her grandmother because they'll find her and so 
Um, that sounds how, exciting. Yeah. 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 And, and meanwhile, Hudson is looking for her, but he can't find her because she keeps changing identities. Her hair color, her eye color, she changes everything. Yeah. And I like it. I like it. So yeah. you got those two. Do you have um, anything new that you'll be working I'm on? I'm working on another one, which um, I love writing this one. Um, the tentative title is called You're My Favorite. Um, and it's about... Um, uh, it's like murder, murder she wrote meets the bodyguard. Oh, and I like that. <laughs> um, a woman that's 36, 36 years old. She gets pregnant on her 18th birthday because she's got 18-year-old uh, identical twins. And she's an author. This one I made an author, and she's but she's really successful. And she does her friend a favor that uh, manages like a Costco-type warehouse, and she's going to go do a book signing. And on the day she goes to do this book signing, one of her twins is helping her set up her books. They have a nice place to help her to do this. A gunman comes in, a masked gunman comes in, and he starts to uh, shoot up the store with an automatic weapon. And it's just con mass confusion. She doesn't know where her son is. People are screaming, running, carts are everywhere. And she's had a lot of odd jobs before she got famous and before she she made any money writing like the rest of us and um she knows how to shoot guns and and how to do things and um um and one of the security guards in the store just falls down in front of her shot and she picks up his gun and she looks at the arm the the guy with the mask and he has her husband her her ex-husband's eyes that's all she can see is the eyes and he gave those eyes to her twins which they're exotic gray almond shaped very odd eyes like no one else has them except her twins and her ex-husband and she aims at him he aims at her first out of everyone in the store people are laying all over the place and she aims at him like i know those eyes but she just went to his funeral the month before. Oh. <laughs> ah, okay. Leave it there. Leave it. Don't tell us yeah. anymore. Um, right. but when is that one going to come out? I didn't finish it yet. So uh, it's almost finished, though. I'm, uh, I'm three quarters of the way through it. So um, I don't know. Um, certainly, hopefully, I hope to finish it by the end of the year. But, nice. Yes. Now, do you have a mailing list? Do you have a mailing list or a newsletter? I don't. I I wish to, but um, um, we've had so many medical problems. My my husband just had a, a kidney transplant in March. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, last year, um, yeah. on life support. Sorry. Oh dear. Yes, and then my my brother gave him a kidney. Oh wow! So he's okay. He's doing okay now. Yeah, he was well. Well, he's he, you know you have to take all these anti-rejection drugs and um, because so you don't lose that kidney. And um, uh, he's having a little bit of a problem with the um, his, the white blood count because you know they lower your um, your whole immune, immune system. Yeah, nothing. So yeah. that you know that gets a little creepy. That you can't be near people. <laughs> so we're like back and forth to the hospital all the time. We spend. Yeah. All the in the hospital so um so, yeah so it's been a little distracting then <laughs> like when you spend a whole year in a hospital and like one day when i was in this the, the hospital's like 
um, far, far from us. Um, when he was on uh, life support, I, I killed all my characters in one day sitting by his bedside. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm so frustrated. I just killed them all off in one day. And my, you know, my daughter <laughs> said, what's the matter? I said, I killed up all my characters. She goes, okay, you need to fix that. Cause she can't do that. I was like, it was better than all the other people I wanted to kill. So <laughs> yeah, you know, if everybody dies, there's nobody to root for at the end. So yeah, really, I said, I can't, and you can't do a sequel. Yeah. So. Yeah. I said, she said, um, she goes, did you kill the dogs? I go, <laughs> she goes, sit back down and fix all that. You know, just get a good eraser and... <laughs> yeah you know it's funny people will and I, i'm just like that too um i was reading a neil gaiman book was it the ocean at the end of the street and in the very beginning spoiler he kills this kitten or this cat in the very beginning and i set yeah. the book down and i never picked it up again yeah and just i thought nope i'm not gonna do it i'm uh, not gonna do it so i said you can kill uh, you want but if you're gonna kill the cat or the dog yeah. nope, i'm not reading it not doing it no it's it's just a horrible thing. It's a horrible thing. But yeah, I mean, everything, it, it gets better, it gets better, it gets better. But you know, when, and you're like, always like in the back of an ambulance, you know, I'm thinking, I always bring my, I have a purse with all my notebooks and my pens and my pencils in it. So like with like, you know, all the meds in one bag and my notebooks and the pens and the pencils in the other, like as I'm dying, 911, I, dra I grab both things oh, like, oh, I'm ready. I'm going, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> But you know, to get I, I need to get all that together. But you know, I need to get everything together. But but you know, writing sort of keeps you. You know, yes. When you can't control anything else, you can control the people in your book. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you can. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, every time you need to get even with somebody, and I've got characters that are based on people that just yes. annoy the crap out of me, and so they become characters in books. It's yes. always a composite. There's a lot of nurses and doctors in here. That oh yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, considering that's probably who you interact with the most in the last year. Yes, so. yes the ones I don't like die. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, if people want to follow you, if you're listening and you want to follow Lori, then you can go. I know, to, I don't know about Barnes and Noble and Kobo, but Amazon lets you follow authors. So if you go to Lori's page, now we'll have a link where I'm going to help her put together a universal link. Thank you. We're going to do that before the show airs. So we're going to do, do that. And then uh, people can click on your universal link. It'll take them to wherever they like to buy books. That's and then nice. I know, especially for Amazon, uh, people can follow you on Amazon and it's underneath the author photo. It'll be, there's a little button that says follow and people click on that. And then every time you have a new book out, they'll get an email. Of when oh, you have a new book. So if you don't have a newsletter, I mean, not everybody has to have a newsletter, you know at least people can follow you there and find out when your new, next book, because that sounds really exciting. That one does too. I love suspense. So um, I think uh, if anybody likes the one, they're probably going to like all of them. So we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. And, um, and uh, yeah, so we'll have the links to the books, uh, Absolute Recall, and I Love You to Pieces. And do you have a title yet for the third? You don't have to tell it if you don't want to yet. Um, um, I, sometimes people like to keep, keep that uh, as a reveal. My working title is you're my favorite. <gasps> That's right. You're my favorite. I like that. I tell, my so. kids that. I, tell, I tell both my kids that all the time. You're my favorite. Cause you're my favorite. And, um, I had shirts made for both of them. Let's say you're my favorite. <laughs> you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
You should have done it for the dog too. They always say, say, uh, I'm mom's favorite. So I I, uh, I always go, that's right. You're my favorite. You're my favorite. And so I got them both shirts that say, you're my favorite. That's good. I like that. (laughs) All right. Well, I will have links in the show notes for everybody. If you want to get Laurie's books, they will be in the show notes. I'll have her put together, I will put together a universal link. So all you got to do is click the one link and it'll take you to wherever you happen to shop. And I know we've talked about universal links on the show before, and I know most of my listeners do uh, follow not just Amazon, but Kobo and uh, all the other places uh, that have books out there. And thanks a lot for coming on. And I know I was going to say you're a New York transplant, right? Yes. How could yeah. you tell? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was laugh because, um, oh, I was I, somewhere I read it. I think I read your bio on, on in your bio on Amazon yes. because my neighborhood, everybody in my neighborhood is from New York. <laughs> Is it, I know, aren't we all? I just, yes. And I, we, yeah, I, I, I'm in Florida also, so. Yes, well, I came from Massapequa Park and it, it was, um, I'm, a, I'm Italian really. And um, it was half Jewish and half Italian, but I came from, um, we called it matzo pizza. So I came, I, came, <laughs> I came from the matzo part, even though I'm Italian. <laughs> I like that, I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll end on a high note. So thanks a lot for coming on. Thank All you. the links will be in the show notes, everybody. And I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. That was fun. Okay, thank you, Lori. Go check out her books. They will be listed in the show notes. And uh, next time, like I said, I'm going to be chatting with Tom Fowler, mystery author. And if you have any book recommendations, let me hear them. Uh, like I said at the beginning, you can either go to the show links uh, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, or, or you can go to YouTube and you know what to do on YouTube. And if you just want to go to the website, you can go to melissabonzak.com and you will see a link for uh, Books Cued Podcast. And you spell my name M E L I S S A, B as in boy, A N. C is in car, Z is in zebra, AK.com. Just like it sounds. So uh, I will see you next time. Go read a good book. Mm-hmm.